stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. If you're interested in making a difference in your local area, you can begin right away. Parents' Rights in Education has a free, turnkey, grassroots opportunity. And we're looking for parents in every school district to join our efforts. Visit our page on the website titled, Join Us. Fill out the information there, then take a look at the chapter affiliation agreement. All you need to do is fill it out, sign, and return to us. Once received and processed, you will be contacted. That's it. Together, we will stop the erosion of parents' rights in education. Welcome, everybody. I am so excited about today's show. Oh my gosh, lots going on. First of all, I wanted to remind you, we have chapters in Texas, Alaska, Arizona, Utah, Wisconsin, Montana, Illinois, Washington, Ohio, Colorado, Oregon, and Iowa. And we need one in your state. It doesn't have to be a great big chapter because, you know, that's how you start something. That's what's called a movement, huh? And we are we are the movement of parents' rights in education. After all, that is our name. And we started in 2011 with a 501c3 status. Although, you know, there were meetings uh, happening in 2009. That's when I became involved in 2009. Now, I didn't stick with the organization, but I was there for the initial meeting. And thank God they took my suggestion and they named the organization Parents' Rights in Education, which is the issue. Now, I am celebrating today and I'm going to be celebrating every day the win by Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. Thank you, Glenn. Thank you. I've never met you. I'm looking forward to meeting you someday because you cemented our initiative to make parents' rights in education a national, a national issue. Public education today is driven not from the bottom as it should be with parents being involved in school boards, but from the top, from the federal level, the money is funneled through the legislature, originating in the legislature, uh, sometimes it goes to health and human services, wherever the, where that grant money goes, to, but to health and human services. Then, uh, regarding CSE and SEL, then to the CDC. Now, I'm sorry to be throwing out all of those crazy acronyms. I hate them. But CSE is Comprehensive Sexuality Education. Did you know that social-emotional learning is the umbrella, which uh, is over critical race theory and Black Lives Matter and all of that other kind of teaching? It's wild. But if it weren't for the money, if it weren't for the programs that are being devised by, let's just call them, American Marxists, seriously, that's what they're doing. Social-emotional learning is a Marxist idea. 
to collect data on each and every one of your children. I did a, I think it's a nine-part series on SEL. You'll have to go back and uh, pick those up. But I reviewed a white paper about it. And this is pretty scary stuff, you guys, because they, they are placing into the hands of teachers programs for psychologically analyzing our kids and providing counseling to our kids. Teachers are not equipped for that. They are teachers. They're supposed to be teaching an academic subject, academic skills. That is the role of a school, and that is what parents expect. Beyond that, if it's counseling for their children or or any other so-called services like that, the parents must be involved, but that's the problem. They're not involving the parents. They're specifically sidestepping parents, taking it upon themselves to counsel other people's minor children without their knowledge or consent. Okay, that's my initial rant for today, right? <laughs> I have to get back to business. Okay, now I'm looking at my notes. I'm looking at my notes. So we're, we're initiating today uh, the first of many national calls. Uh, we've done national calls, but not to this level. And it's time to start doing that. We want to get you guys engaged. You need to see people's faces. You need to be involved. You need to feel like you are part of something much bigger than yourselves. And you are. So these national calls are going to be held the first and third Thursday of every month, unless, you know, otherwise advised. They are being held at 7 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. Now, what's cool about those two times is it's really easy to remember at 7 p.m. if you're on the East Coast and at 7 p.m. if you're on the West Coast, but it's 7 p.m. Eastern time and 7 p.m. Pacific Coast time. So that means if you can't make that time, uh, that 7 p.m. time on the Pacific Coast, you could listen in on the Eastern call. Because that Eastern call will be held at 4 p.m. Pacific. So basically, we're doing two calls and we're inviting everyone to participate in one or both of the calls. We will be monitoring what's going on. It's only going to last an hour. There will be uh, time for some questions and we'll take those questions in the chat. And those directions for participation will be in the chat so everybody will, will know what uh, the rules are. So you'll all be muted when you come on the call, and then you can ask questions or raise your hand, but there won't be a lot of discussion time. And um, I, I'll always take recommendations and suggestions uh, via email um, or, you know, through the contact email that is on our website. This week, we discussed Parents' Rights in Education Month the month of November, the Parents' Rights in Education Proclamation, and why it is so important and how to do it. Please visit the pre-month page explaining how this works. It's on our website, and you need to get it going right away. There are school board meetings taking place this coming week. Attend your school board meeting. Take the proclamation. Ask them if they support parents' rights. Parents' Rights in Education. Again, it's the name of our organization, but more importantly, it is the issue. Okie dokie. 
the Glenn Youngkin amazing defeat of, you know, a, a, an entrenched American Marxist in the state of Virginia. And what what a great win. And the fact that he did run on K-12 through education, amazing, fantastic. I haven't seen that in any state ever before normally. And I, I've been a candidate, so I know normally the tact has been just to talk about the money, never question uh, you know, what's being taught in the public schools, and never bring up choice. That just wasn't a popular discussion, and not anymore. Not anymore because the public school system has given us such cause to to demand choice, literally. Either they change or we have to go. And because every single child in this country is guaranteed a free K-12 through public education, that's a public education, K through 12, not, not advanced education, because not everybody takes that, makes that decision. Not everybody needs to go to college, and we shouldn't be paying for their college. They're going to earn it back if they concentrate on a major that gives them the tools to, you know, to make a higher salary living. And to, and to be in greater demand because of their expertise. We've almost forgotten what education is for. It's incredible. It's not just an exercise. It's not just a diploma. Actually, nobody really asks you to see proof that you graduated from XYZ school. They really don't. And I know a lot of people who have become entrepreneurs with a high school degree, and they have become extremely financially sound and successful. K-12 through education should be sufficient. It should be sufficient. Or that plus a trade school. And are we doing our job of equipping, equipping our young people to make those decisions that are best for them once they graduate high school. I don't think so. There's some something going on, something ain't right, something going on between these universities and the, the uh, K through 12 school systems. The seems like the only the only goal that they talk about is going to college. Or where are you going to school after? What are you doing after? Well, it's mostly geared toward a university. And that is not the only answer. I have a college degree. I majored in fashion design and I attended the University of Idaho in Moscow, Idaho. And then I transferred to the University of Washington. I graduated with a Bachelor of Arts degree. And good for me. But at that time, it was much less expensive than it is now. I think my dad wrote a check to the school for three terms uh, $500 a term. It was like $1,500. That was for the classes I took on the University of Washington campus. It's hard to imagine that. And you must think I'm, you know, almost in the grave. I'm really not. <laughs> I'm, I've been blessed with excellent health, but I've also been blessed with an excellent memory. And I know what is possible, guys, and we need to demand more from our K through 12 system 
so that our that our children will be encouraged to explore the many many options they have in the work world electricians plumbers uh, i mean you name it all kinds of entrepreneurial opportunities are available to young people and they don't require a college degree okay that rant is done I wanted to share with you something that just came across my desk. And um, wow, it's powerful. I'm just going to read it to you. It's from the Oregon Department of Education. Now remember, this is not just Oregon. This is nationally. This is what they said. It's from the Oregon Department of Education, Sexuality Education. It's their newsletter. Dated November 5th, 2021, dearest colleagues, each month offers us opportunities to build allyship and support for all students through K-12 comprehensive sexuality education. In the last month, we've celebrated International Pronouns Day, October 20th, Intersex Awareness Day, October 26th, and ACE, A-C-E, Week, October 24th through the 30th. In the coming month, we want to build allyship and support for LGBTQ plus youth during Solidarity Week, November 1st through 5th, and Transgender Awareness Week, November 13th through 19th, leading up to Transgender Day of Remembrance, T-D-O-R, November 20th as well as honoring Native American Heritage Month. Each of these markers in time asks us to hold space for the sorrows and joys of students with system-impacted identities, past and present, while reinforcing our commitment to education equity for all Oregon students. In this newsletter, we will share with you some announcements, research, resources, and opportunities for training by ODE, as well as other offerings by statewide and national colleagues that may be of interest to you. The newsletter features a survey. They ask, how do you like our new look? You may notice in the next month that we are sending out our sex ed newsletter in shorter sections more often. We'd love to know how our newsletters are working for you. Please feel free to fill out this survey. Fascinating. I encourage you guys to fill out the survey and ask to have the newsletter sent to you. It will give you very up-to-date, in-person, and detailed information about what is coming into Oregon schools in the next several months and beyond. That survey link will be in our show notes. Thanks for joining me today. Fascinating stuff. Oh, and another thing. Please, please share this podcast with everyone you know. We want to report on events and situations that are going on across this country. 
I expect we will be increasing the number of podcasts that we produce, but we still will keep to our short format, which does not exceed 20 minutes. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend. We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org and click on the donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do what we do here. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now.